Tuesday morning, January 31st, 2023. Happy birthday to Justin Timberlake, still bringing sexy back at 42 years old. Ellen's wife, Portia de Rossi, is the big 5-0 today. Mini driver... She's Matt Damon's girlfriend in Goodwill Hunting. It's so much fun studying organic chemistry. Are you mad? She is 53 <laughs> years old today. Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Nolan Ryan, 76. Congress abolished slavery on this date in 1865. Scotch tape was used for the very first time on this date, 1928. Worked well, but they never made it easier to find the end of the tape when it gets stuck on there. Michael Jackson performed on the Super Bowl halftime show on this date, 1993. It was the highest rated halftime show at the time. Avatar was the first movie to make over a billion dollars worldwide that was on this date in 2010. Fun 107. Temperatures. They're looking at like four below zero right now. That's not wind chill. That's actual temperatures. Fun 107, it's Michael and Maddie. A much warmer day expected today. We'll get up near 40. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update. On the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. The Jonas Brothers have arrived. They arrived on 7060 Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles yesterday to receive this. Ladies and gentlemen, we proudly welcome to the Brothers. Kevin was the first to speak. He thanked his fans and family for their support. And then came Joe, thanking his biggest cheerleaders, his parents, and his partner in crime, Sophie Turner. And then it was Nick Jonas's turn addressing Priyanka Chopra, saying, You are my calm and crazy, and I love being married to you. And Nick saving the best for the last, announcing a big moment for them. Uh, we are excited to announce today that our new album. The album will be coming out May 5th. And we can't wait to see you on tour later this year. Thank you all so much. The album? That's the name you came up with? The album? Do you think it's a collection or do you think it's new stuff? Oh, I would imagine new stuff. That's my guess. I feel like if you're going to name it The Album, wouldn't that be like the collection of your best hits? Maybe, you yeah. You know, like The Album? Okay. Hey, I'm not going to judge. They just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They're doing something right. But it's like, when are they going to run out of room for these stars? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, is it is it wrapping around the corner at this point? I don't think so. It's not? It's a pretty long street. Any idea how many stars oh, are on the no Walk idea. of Fame? No. I mean, no matter how many stars there are, it's still very, very impressive to get one. And to think of where the Jonas Brothers started, Disney Channel, Camp Rock, you know, like that was totally my childhood of where they started. I think when I first started watching YouTube and like literally getting home from school and going online, they were who I watched. Yeah. And, like, they made, like, the goofiest videos on YouTube. And I was like, oh, Joe is so cute. You were a Joe guy. I was a very much a Joe uh, guy. I, I, I was thinking Nick. I think when I was, everybody when I was younger, it was all about Joe. 
And then as we got older, Nick got older. And we yeah. were like, oh, hey, Nick. Nobody cared about Kevin. Nobody still cares about Kevin. <laughs> nah, nah. Poor Kevin. He's like the Ringo star of the, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. The Toronto Raptors have seemingly found an unusual fan in Will Ferrell. He was spotted in Toronto at last week's game against the Portland Trailblazers where he decided to make himself known. Look at the crowd getting into Will Ferrell is sitting the actor right by the Raptor bench and now he's staring him down. <laughs> we got a game going on, Will. 141! Anybody have breaks number? I need to get a hold of Drake. Now, for those of you that might not know, Drake serves as one of the team's official ambassadors. So he was trying to get a hold of Drake, I guess. But when it comes to Canadian sports teams, Farrell has quite the reputation for causing comedic scenes wherever he goes. In 2013, he made headlines when he attended the Canadian Olympic curling trials dressed as his anchorman character, Ron Burgundy. So amazing. Last year, he showed up to the Super Bowl alongside his pal, Ryan Reynolds, sporting a CFL team, a bright orange BC Lions jersey. jersey. And then I remember he showed up in that, uh, what was that basketball movie he did? Semi-pro. He showed up in his semi-pro outfit. With the big wig on and all that. Jackie something. I just, I really, Jackie Moon, I really hope that he's like a good guy in person, you know? Like, he just seems really fun, well, and I hope it's real. Doesn't seem like he takes life too seriously, which is great. That's true. That's true. Did you see that video of him uh, going out on stage? His his son, I guess, is in some type of band, and <laughs> they brought him out to play the cowbell. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, that's it was, good. It was pretty funny. And if you're an OG Will Ferrell fan... You know how important the cowbell is. More cowbell. Elton John once again proving why he's an absolute legend. His Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Tour appears to be paved in gold, literally. It is now the highest grossing tour in history. Wow. Over 278 shows. It grossed $817.9 million. You want to know why? Every ticket was like 550 yeah. bucks. Oh, my God. I, I wanted to go. I couldn't do it. It's the first tour ever to break the $800 million mark. Wow. I'm shocked. But I guess I shouldn't be. Elton, like, he's a, he's one of those that spans generations. Maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah you I'm know? telling you, the ticket prices helped that because I'm telling you, like, the bad seats were hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars. That's just annoying. Do you think he did any of, uh, like, the Dua Lipa Britney Spears songs, or was it just the hits? Oh, I'm sure he did. Well, the, the Dua Lipa Britney Spears songs are his songs. Yeah, like I know. the original. Yeah. yeah, so that's what he's doing. But I'm wondering if, like, Added not a that he brought them out, like, but, like, like, I don't know. Remixed it a bit? I guess. I'd say probably no. No? No? Yeah. yeah. I, I think he probably stuck to the I guess the, the, people, that are, the people that are going there are there for the if originals. You're throwing down six, seven hundred bucks on some Elton tickets. You better you sing hear the him singing his version. Absolutely. More entertainment news up on the Fun 107 app. Workout World. Michael and Maddie. Going to see uh, some sun and clouds today and highs up right around 40. The cold moves in later on this week. Uh, we're talking about four below zero on Friday night and then Saturday just in the teens for a high. We haven't had temperatures like that, I don't think, since last year, right? It's been Probably. a long time. Yeah, I don't remember the last time. So I love my parents dearly, of course, uh, but I've got to say, like, they just don't know how to use Facebook. They don't get it. They don't understand. So I don't know why this, I guess because you just got to know my dad. Like my dad is not 
a real conversationalist, <laughs> okay. which is a little ironic. I mean, that's considering right, right. that's what I do for a living. But he is like a one-word answer kind of guy. With so, texting? With for well, everything. Just, okay, life. in general. Okay. Like, how's it going, Dad? Good. Like, that's it. Oh, okay. so, so, anyway, so this, it just makes it for a strange Facebook experience. Right. Where, like, and for some reason, like, I guess, like, with the important people in your life, you always find out what they're writing on, you know, posts. It shows you. that It goes right to the top of the page, right? So, my sister and I always screenshot these things that we catch my father doing or my, my mom. <laughs> And we share them with one another. And, like, my dad's been on a roll lately. Oh, boy. So, I don't know, about, about a week or so ago, they put up, he was looking at classic cars on Facebook. <laughs> it's an old GTO. And I know he used to own one of those when he was a kid. Like, that was his first car. Uh-huh. So, he writes, is this car still available? I'm like, what? You're going to buy this? Right. What are you talking about? What are you doing, Dad? So, I'm like, whatever. So, I said it to my sister. I'm laughing. Then, the other day, he... He, he does touch doing these other things like these uh, age yourself by naming a gadget kids wouldn't understand. <laughs> so, like he commented under that. Yeah. Okay. Like he felt compelled. He yeah. needed to answer that. Right. Why? Why don't you just talk to my mom? But you're, you're in the other room, like answering these weird Facebook things. So he just writes lug wrench. Sounds like he knows what how to use Facebook. Michael. I don't think so. He's interacting with posts. All right, so here's one from That's yesterday. That's literally the basis of Facebook. But what are you doing? He's interacting with Facebook. Why? That's a, but that is like the definition of his generation interacting with Facebook. Because I can almost guarantee every day I'll see at least one notification from my dad that shows that he took the house motor you test you know like yes. let's, yeah. let's, like why let's are they test, doing this let's test your iq and he always posts like 100 out of 100 <laughs> got it <laughs> he's like, so, like, dad no got it out so yesterday he comments on this one january has new year february has valentine's day what does your birth month have my dad Rain. <laughs> He's April. So I'm screenshotting as I send to my, my sister. Then, so then you've got my mom, which I don't know if you caught this or not, but look, I, I don't I'm not one of these people that generally puts this stuff up a lot, but I put up a little CrossFit thing at the end of last week. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It was I was You were proud of yourself. Caught up in the moment. I was You, you were know, proud. Whatever. I put it up, right? But no, we can't just let it be. My mom has to share it. Yeah. Not once. <laughs> not twice. <laughs> not three times, Maddie. Four times. That's amazing. So I'm like, I text my sister, what is up with mom sharing my like, you know box what, you jumps? Know what, you know what happened, right? She clicked share. And then she was like, wait, where did it go? Let me let me try this again. Let me try again. Wait, where is it going? <laughs> It's All so right, true. let me let me try one more time. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's going to my, you know, like she, it just wasn't clicking. My sister said that she also had this conversation with my mother about this very thing. Like, yeah. Mom, you're sharing that post like four or five times. That's so great. So, <laughs> so uh, do you see all the shares? Look at this. That's so awesome. So, um, my mother said, "Oh, I thought I was texting that to myself." Oh my god, I love it. I love it. So I said to my sister, I said, do you think, are we ever going to be that? Like, 
Like, no. What? Yes. I think we will. Yes. Not with Facebook. Not, right. With, with, with a different some, app. Something right. new, something different 25 years from now. Right. I mean, honestly, it kind of happens now. I'm still learning about TikTok a lot. Like, I, I know I'm on it a lot, but... I'm still learning things that I've never used on the app before. Like, we're basic TikTokers. You know? Like, so, it's already happening. Mm, that's scary. Yeah. How bad will it be 25 years from now? I don't even want to know. I'm struggling with Be Real, and all that is is putting oh, your phone in front of I think Be Real is the best thing that happened to See, social I'm media. I'm wondering, I have this, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's realistic or not. I have this theory where we're going to come full circle with social media. Oh, I would Ooh. love that, yes. Maddie. Oh, because man. Because if you're, no, like, you're noticing, right? Like, the younger generation wants it to be more real, the be real, you know? And I think we're going to have that moment where people just snap and they're just like, social media isn't real. This is terrible. I'm yeah. taking a hiatus. I would love to see it come full circle. That would be amazing. I'm holding out on it. I'm holding out on it. Be real is pretty good. It is. It is. Have you? I, I I haven't joined yet, but I mean, I, I would. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I to would. use it. <laughs> you know what? I maybe. I maybe I did. I don't think I've used and it. There though. you go. And, maybe. Maybe I am on. And the, the future is now. Next time, Michael and Maddie, Fun One Hundred Seven, talking about my uh, parents just not getting Facebook, and uh, we've got Paul on the line. Paul's listening in a cushion. It says he's got some Portuguese parents who struggle with Facebook. So what do they do, Paul? <laughs> well. They, they basically do the same thing your parents do. They they post things and they repeat themselves and they re they post it over and over again. My mom, she uh, has no idea who she's talking to half the time. She'll just leave a, a comment. It's just funny stuff like that. But it, it's hilarious because they're Portuguese and they don't understand and you try to explain to them. But it's way out of their league. Right. That's too funny. I bet they fall for the, like, you better copy and paste this or you'll have bad luck. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, they don't even know how to do that. <laughs> they don't have to copy and paste, no, Maddie. Are you kidding me? Very limited to what they can do on Facebook, but it's so confusing. I just sit there and sit back and watch my mom try to do something. Even with getting apps off her phone, you know how you, you have to slide up on yeah. your phone? She'll just do it, like, 50 times. There's nothing there to do anymore. I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> It's like, things funny. don't come off. I'm like, that's because there's nothing there anymore. <laughs> that's awesome. My, my mom and my and my uncle, they will have, like, conversations with one another on Facebook, posting on each other, like, like a full-blown post. Under a post. picture or something, yeah. No, like a post, like, from, yeah. from one to the other. Everyone can see everything they're saying. That's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> my, my mom finally realized how to speak to her sister in the Azores. She's like, I can do this for free? I don't have to call and waste minutes? I'm like... No, mom, those days are over. You can just go on Messenger and, and video her, and you can see her, and you can talk all night if you want, and all day. They won't charge you a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, thanks for the call, Paul. No problem. Have a good day. Have a great day. It is 6.53 in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom right now. Here's Phil Devitt. Extremely troubling. That's how Fairhaven's town administrator describes a jury's decision to side with a former town cop who claims he was discriminated against when he was fired. A jury decided Jonathan Alves will get $800,000. The town says Alves was fired for a pattern of poor behavior, including the day after St. Patrick's Day in 2016 when he allegedly showed up late and admitted he was still drunk from the holiday. Alves denied ever saying that. Town administrator Angelina Lopes Ellison said Alves exercised poor judgment, including being stopped for speeding and posting a photo of himself with weapons. She went on to call police misconduct, quote, a direct and foreseeable outcome if we fail to properly hire, train, and supervise police officers.
A housing advocate says rents have stabilized in New Bedford in recent months, but people are still being displaced because of the high cost of housing. Carl Alves is a founding member of Home, or Housing Options for Momentum. There's a lot of big complexes being purchased by investment groups, um, and that is displacing a lot of folks. And those folks are often the most vulnerable in our population. It's creating some real hardship. Alf says rents in New Bedford have steadied in recent months and now stand at around 16 or 1700 a month. Alves also says thanks to the work of Congressman Bill Keating, officials from the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development will hold a forum in April at UMass Dartmouth to discuss housing issues in the region. Another Memphis police officer involved in the Tyree Nichols traffic stop has been relieved of duty. On Monday, Memphis police said an unidentified officer and police officer Preston Hemphill were relieved of duty while the investigation into the Nichols beating continues. Last week, five officers were charged with murder for Nichols' death. And this year's Puppy Bowl is coming to a much wider audience. In its first year since the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger, the highly anticipated puppy football game will run on its usual network, Animal Planet, as well as on Discovery, TBS, HBO Max, and Discovery+. Plus. Puppy Bowl 19 will feature nearly 130 puppies, 67 shelters from 34 states, and as a first, will even feature a puppy player from the West Indies. The game begins on Sunday, February 12th at 2 p.m. In sports tomorrow, the Boston Bruins play the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Celtics play the Brooklyn Nets. Both games are at 7.30. Your traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. You know, sometimes it baffles me that there's, it's funny, it's almost like I get offended because it's starting to turn over to snow. And I'm like, I feel like it's spring, like we should be not. <laughs> Even in this, we've had such a mild winter. It's I know. crazy. It's it's time for at least a little bit of snow. But I do have uh, good news for the uh, dark haters, like the darkness haters. We made it through the ten darkest weeks of the year, and really? now now we're gonna get ready for some later sunsets. So starting tonight, the sun starts to set at five. Hey! Yeah. All right! Yeah, we made it. I like that. We made it through. So it might be snowing on the South Coast right now, but just know that the sun's going to go down later and later now. After five is almost like, you know, it's a real acceptable. Treat. Exactly. It's acceptable. I'm but it's okay with after five. And, you know, it's not going to be down until, what, 5.30 or something? I don't know. Yeah, that's good. So I'll take then what it. it really, what I really love is the point when... We are starting to drive into work and it's light out. Yes. You feel like a normal uh, person. It is the best when we actually have like the sun rising. If when I hit the bridge, the sun is usually right there coming up and I'm like, all right, it's going to be a good day. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be brighter in the morning, right? Yes. That's very inspirational, Manny. I'm glad you shared that story. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Ten, the, the 10 darkest weeks are behind us. They are behind us. You survived it. You might have thought you weren't. You did. I'm proud of you. We are on to better things, baby. It is 7.50, and Phil Devitt is in the Chard Oak Tavern Studios with the news. 
a former Fairhaven cop who sued the town for claiming he was fired for being drunk on the job, has won a discrimination case. Jonathan Alves was awarded over $800,000 for lost compensation and other damages due to his 2016 firing. Town officials said he was let go for a pattern of poor behavior, but he argued it was discrimination. The town has said Alves was late to his shift the day after St. Patrick's Day in 2016 and admitted to his supervisor he was still drunk from the night before. Alves disputes that story. Instead, he said he told his supervisor he was an alcoholic, but denied having been drunk at the time. This could end up costing the town up to $1.5 million with interest and fees. It's looking like February will be warmer than usual on the South Coast and on Cape Cod. That's according to the Climate Prediction Center. The service of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration says there's a 40 to 50 percent chance of temperatures being above normal. This comes after a warmer than usual January, during which temperatures averaged 46.6 degrees when it typically sits around 30 degrees. Many airlines are shrinking passenger perks ahead of spring break travel. After lowering the status bar during the pandemic to reward those flying, airlines are now raising the bar again. United Airlines has gone back to its pre-pandemic policy for the number of flights and purchases, while Delta is raising the dollar spent amount for its gold standard by $2,000. With planes full, Delta is also limiting access to its lounges. And a food service director is being accused of stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings from a Chicago-area school district. Vera Liddell is accused of ordering more than 11,000 cases of the wings from the district's food provider before picking them up in a district cargo van. Court records say the fraud began during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic when students were unable to attend classes in person. The theft was discovered during a mid-year audit when the district realized it was $300,000 over its food budget. Liddell is currently in jail on $150,000 bond, and there's no word on what happened to the chicken wings. In sports, it's an off night for Boston, but back at it tomorrow, the Celtics have a 7.30 game with the Brooklyn Nets, and the Bruins have a 7.30 game with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Traffic and weather coming up. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Whether you want this creeping by Metro Boomin', it is Michael and Maddie. we got a little bit of uh, light snow coming down out there. Not going to be any accumulation, uh, but we're actually going to see some sunshine by this this afternoon. The real cold, it's going to be coming on Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Temperatures on Friday night, below zero, and then teens uh, over the weekend. So get ready for that big cold. We didn't escape winter's cold, not yet. It is time for today's Tuesday's Child, and it is brought to you today by our friends at First Citizens Federal Credit Union. It's time to meet Haley. I have a lot of interests, like art. Music. I like manga. I like anime. I like drawing. And I also really love writing my own songs because it expresses my feelings. We're here with Haley's social worker. Tell us a little bit about Haley. Haley is, I think, one of the most creative kids that I've ever worked with. I think she has a very strong ability to be artistic in drawing and singing. I think that she has been a very good advocate for herself. Recently, she's been able to start doing singing lessons. She's writing her own songs, um, very much invested in that program and uh, something that she really, really worked hard to get. 
she also has a very strong capacity for empathy. She's a very um, kind and thoughtful person, and I think that that empathy is a very big piece of why she is so sweet. A lot of times I'll come to sessions and we are laughing together and enjoying our time together, and I think that she's insightful, and I think that she's very good about expressing herself and letting people know what she needs. Haley, what kind of family would be the ideal family for you? I don't really care what family it is. I really just care about if they will support me or rather, like, take care of me in the proper way, like, feed me three times a day and take me to school and really, like, just care for me and what my interests are. That's all I care about. So tell us a little bit about Haley's personality. She's, you know, a very talkative person. Um, When you get her on a subject that she really likes, she's definitely not shy about sharing her thoughts. So I think uh, Haley would do very well in a multitude of environments. I think that she's very adaptable as long as, you know, she's cared for and uh, her needs are being met. Her hobbies and the things that she enjoys doing are so important to her. And so I think somebody who's willing to foster those is really huge, I know. Haley has huge dreams, and I think somebody who's willing to support those dreams and do what they can to provide for her in order to achieve those dreams would be great for her. Are there people that you hope to keep in touch with after you find a forever family? If I do get adopted, I want to be able to like spend time with them and my, my aunt and my grandma, the people I really like care for and love. I hope that, that a family who adopts me would really taking consideration of how I feel. I just really want to have a family that really supports me and what my dreams are. And there's today's Tuesday's child. It's Haley. And you can look on fun107.com to find out more about Haley and how you could become a part of her life. It is 822. And from the Chard Oak Tavern studio. A 90-second news update now. Phil Devitt. Extremely troubling. That's how Fairhaven's town administrator describes a jury's decision to side with a former town cop who claims he was discriminated against when he was fired. A jury decided Jonathan Alves will get $800,000. The town says Alves was fired for a pattern of poor behavior, including the day after St. Patrick's Day in 2016 when he allegedly showed up late and admitted he was still drunk from the holiday. Alves denied ever saying that. Town Administrator Angelina Lopes-Ellison said Alves exercised poor judgment, including being stopped for speeding and posting a photo of himself with weapons. She went on to call police misconduct, quote, a direct and foreseeable outcome if we fail to properly hire, train, and supervise police officers. A housing advocate says rents have stabilized in New Bedford in recent months, but people are still being displaced because of the high cost of housing. Carl Alves is a founding member of Home, or Housing Options for Momentum. There's a lot of big complexes being purchased by investment groups, um, and that is displacing a lot of folks. And those folks are often the most vulnerable in our population. It's creating some real hardship. Alf says rents in New Bedford have steadied in recent months and now stand at around 16 or 1700 a month. Alves also says thanks to the work of Congressman Bill Keating, officials from the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development will hold a forum in April at UMass Dartmouth to discuss housing issues in the region.
Another Memphis police officer involved in the Tyree Nichols traffic stop has been relieved of duty. On Monday, Memphis police said an unidentified officer and police officer Preston Hemphill were relieved of duty while the investigation into the Nichols beating continues. Last week, five officers were charged with murder for Nichols' death. And this year's Puppy Bowl is coming to a much wider audience. In its first year since the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger, the highly anticipated puppy football game will run on its usual network, Animal Planet, as well as on Discovery, TBS, HBO Max, and Discovery+. Plus. Puppy Bowl 19 will feature nearly 130 puppies, 67 shelters from 34 states, and as a first, will even feature a puppy player from the West Indies. The game begins on Sunday, February 12th at 2 p.m. In sports tomorrow, the Boston Bruins play the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Celtics play the Brooklyn Nets. Both games are at 7.30. Your traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Is your largest organ and should crush nights here on Fun 107 on Thursday night. Tonight... SZA joins the show. That's so exciting. Some pretty big names on Pop Crush Nights this week. They are. So just in case you guys forgot, we are two weeks away from today to Valentine's Day. Okay? So just get ready. You had, so, you had a couple great ideas I've been yesterday. Ahead. Yep. You've been doing really good this year. Yep. But I'm officially making a statement or a confession or we'll call it a confession. I am a fan of Valentine's Day. You are. I am. That's this good. day can be a very polarizing day for a lot of people. Either you're full of love or you're full of hate. It's, it's like either one. I feel like Valentine's Day, I'm I'm against Valentine's Day because it should be every day of the year. You should I'll treat, listen to you. You should treat your wife or your husband with that same amount of love and attention on January 14th, February 14th, listen, June I agree. 14th. I agree with, I agree with what you're saying. But I think I, I enjoy the fact that there is at least one day a year where you confess your love and your appreciation for the people in your life. And so I kind of made the, uh, I gave my two cents on fun107.com. Uh, but I think Valentine's Day is for everybody, even if you're not in a relationship. So if you are in a relationship, 99.9999% chance that your significant other wants you to do something, just like a little something, you know? Um, but I think the meaningful gestures are way better on Valentine's Day. Like, I don't understand the need to spend thousands of dollars for one night. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's not showing me love me. To me, that's like a little too much. So I like the personalized stuff but if you're single like honestly this day is for you too this day is to like show the people in your life how much you love them like when's the last time you called your best friend and you were like hey man i'm, re- I'm really grateful for our friendship happy valentine's day <laughs> you know what i mean and like honestly i think we can all just thank uh leslie from parks and rec for coming up with valentine's day What's Galentine's Day? Oh, it's only the best day of the year. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands and our boyfriends at home and we just come and kick it breakfast style. Ladies celebrating ladies. You know my code. Hose before bros. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. The female Michael Scott right there. <laughs> it's so great. But I'm serious. Like, I think this is such a great opportunity to, like, even if you're in a relationship, if you're not in a relationship, whatever, like, 
in its simplest form, Valentine's Day is honestly about showing love and appreciation for the special people in your life. Except I have one gripe. Go ahead. Sorry. Hallmark. Okay. Not about He's the not prices. wrong. You're right. Bring it, brother. Well, it's not what you're thinking. It's a but. fabricated holiday to make profits. Gazelle, what were you going to say? There's no gosh darn card that says fiance. I've looked at five different stores. I want a specialized card that says fiance that I can buy in store. I don't like buying online. I want to have it in my hand. I want to be able to open it up and read it and be like, oh, yeah, I think she will like this one. Especially because it says fiance. I have one year to do I this. I can't believe this. that doesn't exist. It doesn't. I went to CVS. I went to Walgreens. What I went about to like Save love of my life type of card? That's not the same. Yeah. My dog is the love of my life as well. And also he could give that card any year any for the rest of his life. Yeah, but like the fiance, I agree that's special. That's wrong. I'm not trying to bring this down, Matt. You have I love all this. I do. No, I, I love I mean, that. Hey, it is what it is. I I agree that this was a made up holiday, but it's a holiday nonetheless. It's coming whether you like it it's or a not. Good reminder. And yeah. I think that it's a great chance to show appreciation for the people in your life. I love you guys. Thank you. I love you too. Now, what about a, a handmade card? Love it. Actually, yeah. Then you can say fiance. I love it. She would like that a lot. Like, <laughs> I think that's adorable. Like I said before, you don't have to break the bank. Listen, if going out to a fancy meal is your love language, I'm here for it. Do it. But if your love language is, you know, watching Netflix and let's like, let me tell you how much I love you. Let me count the ways. Like, that's adorable, <laughs> too. I do like affirmations. And also like a quick phone call. Like, hey, bro, thanks for being my friend all these years. Happy Valentine's Day. Like that's that's awesome. <laughs> no, not now. It's uh, eight thirty-eight here at Fun One Hundred and Seven. February eighteenth. Join the new band today at noon with Nancy Hall, and a feel-good story out of Plymouth this morning um, from the tavern at the wharf. Over the weekend, a, a group of people went in there and ordered up a bunch of breakfast and left a forty-six hundred dollar tip. Unbelievable. What is the biggest tip you ever got when you were serving? Oh, not that. That's for darn Just a normal, sure. you know. Yeah. Maybe the biggest tip. I don't, at one table, I, 100 bucks? Yeah. So nothing like this. No. $4,600 tip. Um, and joining us this morning is uh, one of the employees at Tavern of the Wharf in Plymouth, Madison Whittles. So tell us, what happened? How did you set this all up? They reached out to me um, to come in a couple of weeks ago, and they wanted to surprise servers that were um, in need. So we just organized the two servers to take care of them and left the surprise for them at the end. What do you do at the tavern? Um, I'm the director of events and marketing. So you kind of had an idea they were going to be coming in. It was, what, on Saturday morning? Yes. And there was like 22 of them, right? Yep. How big was the bill? Um, the bill, I believe, was probably about $500 or so. Okay. Um, and they left a $4,600 tip. $4,600. Yes. Wow. So that got split up between the two servers? It did, yeah. Incredible. So what's, what's the background on the servers? Um, the two servers are single moms. Um, they've worked for us for quite a while now. Um, both very dedicated to Tavern and... Um, always there throughout the year, um, whether it's busy or not. Um, and honestly, they're just two incredible people in general. 
And what do we know about the, the group that went in there? They, I know they had something to do with Peloton. Yeah, so they're like an online, um, I think they have a Facebook group um, associated with Peloton. So um, once a year, they choose a restaurant to go to as a group, and they collect funds um, to give to servers in need, um, as well as uh, you know fundraising themselves. And last year, I believe they did it for a restaurant in Menden. And um, I'm not exactly sure why they chose Plymouth this year. It might have just been local for some of the people in the group. That was going to be my next question. How did how did they land on your restaurant? I honestly don't. <laughs> I didn't even. I was like, yeah, right. do this. Did you think it was a hoax when you first heard about it? Were you like, yeah, right? Um, It was kind of weird because I did just get a text about it. And I was like, hmm, okay. But at the same time, we did have a local who... Um, I work with pretty frequently. He texted me uh, about two months ago and did something very similar, but with a huge local group of about 30 people. Um, I believe that they ended up tipping about $2,000. So this is actually the second time um, in the last couple of months that um, our servers have been blessed by this generosity. $4,600 tip over the weekend at the Tavern on the Wharf in Plymouth and Madison Whittles. You were there to witness all that. Yes. Way to go. And by the way, Madison was one of the brides that I DJed for last oh, year. Oh, very nice. Yes. <laughs> How's everything going? How many months has it been? About three? Yeah, three months. Going strong. Still going strong. <laughs> I love it. Madison Whittles, thanks for checking in this morning. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Warming yourself up with a bowl of stuff.